Come here. Get off. Today, we're hyped to talk to Mistress Envy, who wrote and self-published Erotic Confessions of the Maui Perverse, a sh- collection of short stories back in 2018. Hey, Mistress Envy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we're glad you're here. But first off, what are your preferred pronouns? She, her, it's fine. Awesome. Thank you. So can you tell us what you do in one sentence? Um... I make love to your mind with my naughty story. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that it's, there's love and there's naughtiness. It's a nice There you go. Yes. That's awesome. So have you always been a writer or was this just kind of like a new venture for you? Um, I always wrote things here and there. Like when I was younger, like in high school, I would write poems and little short stories, but the whole erotica came about because I was in a relationship, a sexless relationship. So mm. that that was my outlet um, when I started. Yeah, it sound like it was a horrible. tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. Was it? Who's? Why was it sexless? See, I'm about to get all in your business. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't want it. Like, had you just? Oh no, it's never my. Oh, oh okay. no. It's never my fault because I feel like I probably wanted too much. Like I want it all the time, like That's every day. There's not a time when I don't want to. And he wasn't down for the get down. Like he would say things like something wrong with you. Like you want to do it too much. And I'm like wow. what? Like this should be like every man's fantasy. Like let's get it. So yeah, that's how I started writing. Oh Lord, all right. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess you got to find an outlet somewhere. Yeah, it didn't last too much longer though. after that, though. It really didn't. Well, I'm sad that that's the origin story of the book. <laughs> don't be. I don't be. Very, we are very, your fans are very grateful that oh. everything sucks. <laughs> 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 so you turn lemons into lemonade. There you go. Might be. Well, obviously, your name is not Mistress Envy. I, we know your mama didn't name you that. So Correct. why did you choose to write under a pseudonym? Um, because I feel like, uh, Mistress Envy and my government name are two separate people and you have a regular, you know, government nine to five. So I didn't want too many people knowing where it would maybe affect, you know, affect my employment until Mm -hmm. I can start writing books full time. So Mm -hmm. that's why I chose to go by Mistress Envy. No, that's real. I mean, not everyone has the <laughs> same amount of respect for this work, which obviously we think is ridiculous because this is our work. Right. Um, right. But I dig the practicalities of <laughs> yeah. making sure <laughs> that you're okay. Yes. So as we kind of talk about the work that we do, um, we learned by reading your bio that once upon a time you worked as an exotic dancer. What was the best thing about doing that work? <laughs> the money <laughs> <laughs> hands down no pause <laughs> like the money it was always about the money like this I don't know for me it was always the money. that was my motivation the money mm-hmm. it was not glamorous and all that to me just get in get out you know what I need mm-hmm. did you ever did you have any friends who danced who did it for other reasons or was that really the prevailing thing no, I, I knew some women who did it for other reasons. Um, they were doing some, something strange for a piece of change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I feel like a lot of women that I encountered doing that type of work, some of them were about their money, but a lot of them was like into some other stuff. Like, like was it about power it play or? I think it was a combination of the power, yes, but also like the ones who would just, I've seen a woman get a man like stupid drunk so she could just constantly keep swiping his card or wow. keep going in his her wallet. I'm like, wow, like this life, uh-uh, <laughs> not for <laughs> me. I did it enough to get what I needed to get and I was done. Well, I think we all have our different thresholds, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was what worked for them. But that's interesting. Um, what would you say? So, you know, we know what the best thing was. But what was the most challenging thing about doing that work? Uh, the misconception of because you're a stripper, you're also a prostitute. You know, mm-hmm. like you out here shaking it, then you you definitely fucking and sucking. So, no, that's in my situation. That's not what it was. So that was mm-hmm. like the toughest thing about it. Oh. <sighs> How often, like, was was it kind of like a frequent thing where oh, men yeah. kind of got out of out of pocket? All the time. All the time. Like, they try you, you know? I mean, they've succeeded with other women. Why not try it with me? Right. It's just like, I mean, to that point of th- they figure at least it'll work once. It's just like all right. the raggedy things that they try to say to women in hopes exactly. that it only take one to say. Yep. Yeah. That's all it takes. Hmm. So how, when you were, um, and I don't want to, we're definitely going to talk about your <laughs> writing, but as a, this kind of like a bridge. Um, yeah. So when you were um, dancing, how did you kind of set those boundaries of keeping, keeping yourself walled off from, you know, clients or people getting a little too personal or assuming yeah. things and feeling yeah. like since, since you do this, they have access to you. Yeah. Sometimes you can tell like before you even start the conversation of would you like a dance, you can kind of tell what a man is already on, mm. like how he's behaving when you're on the stage or how he's been treating other, you know, dancers in the club. So I would be kind of keen to that. Like, Oh, okay. I see what you about. Like, I'm not, I'm not in the mood for that. You know, like, no, <laughs> there's no time. But then you get the ones who are overly aggressive. And if that happens, like, get your hands off of me, you're going to have to go type mm-hmm. stuff. But some men, when they're in an the environment, they don't take, you know, no for an answer. Wow. Yeah, you just got to be I, strong. That's what I about to say. It sounds like you have to do a lot of advocating for yourself in those situations. You do. Yeah. Absolutely. So how did these experiences inform your writing? Oh, my goodness. I feel like... A lot of my writing comes from a lot of things in a roundabout way that I that I experienced in my life. So that whole time doing that and dancing, it gave me more fuel for when I write like sleazy characters in my story or nasty things <laughs> I've seen or witnessed. Like that adds the spice of finishing touches to my story. Mm-hmm. Helps color in some of those details. Yeah. Uh-huh. So speaking of your stories, uh, in this book, I mean, so you've got six stories and they run a gamut from chicks who have pep talks with their pussies to women who are stepping <laughs> out with the young Joan across the street. How did you settle <laughs> on this particular mix of stories? Oh, it was really tough. It was so tough because I wrote quite a few. Hmm. Um, 
I would read like little snippets to my friends to say like, which one did you really like? And be honest, but still I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. So (laughs) (laughs) like, what would you really want to, want to see or hear? And like, was overwhelming. Like I didn't have a choice. I had to put young thing in there or Mm. several people were going to be mad. And for (laughs) me, that's not, that's not even my favorite story, but okay. (laughs) That was what kind of hooked me in the book. I was like, oh, really? All right. Wait, so which one is your favorite? (laughs) Oh my God. The anniversary. Ooh. Okay. So I don't know if y'all have read this yet, (laughs) but we didn't do that one, but it's, it's, it's the one that closes out the book, right? Is that the last one? Oh, the last one is my sister's husband. Oh, yeah, y'all need to get it. <laughs> I love it. Just get it. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. In, the, in our full episode, we read two short stories. Um, mm-hmm. The first one we read is The Tease. And okay. In that story, just so we can set the scene, um, we meet a woman who's having trouble telling her body what to do when her little friend denies her sex. So have you ever been in a situation where <laughs> your mind is saying one thing and your pussy's like, nah, bitch, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I used to be like a, a fuckboy magnet. Like, you know, he wouldn't shit, but the dick would be amazing. So my vagina would tell me all the time, like, don't nobody care. He ain't got no job, a place to stay. Like, his dick is amazing. Right, he so, can stay yeah. in this pussy. Ah. That's what I'm saying. Why he need to sleep? I got a bed for him, hey. Like, <laughs> totally, totally been in that situation. <sighs> so... In the train, we had a whole nother uh-huh. situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a woman who's fantasizing about her coworkers and then she uses her hand to get off at work. Are you mm-hmm. a fan of the hand or do you have other favorite tools and toys oh. for getting off? See, I'm not a fan of the hand. And I don't know if maybe something's wrong with me. I can't get down with my hand. I literally have to have something battery operated or you plug into the water to get me going I'm just not a fan of the hand yeah I'm not either I mean I feel like it would be convenient if that worked well (laughs) right especially how she just slid up on her desk and was like hey hey you're right right well for me I gotta like get all my stuff out like it's a exactly right there but it's still a thing that I have to like pull out and do and but yeah I'm, I'm a fan of tools too Yep, well, I sure. will tell you, desperate times call for desperate measures. So, uh, <laughs> personal story: I am not a gay. I am. I too desire and generally need a toy or some sort of <laughs> extra help. But when you when you really riled up, all you gotta <laughs> do is touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you make it happen. <laughs> oh, I can make it happen, Captain. Oh Lord. <laughs> hilarious yeah i'm not that talented practice i mean we were legit on the last episode talking about practicing and like Mm -hmm. why it's important for women to spend time with themselves uh one just so that you don't have to have somebody else or you don't end up in them situations where your pussy is able to win out because she deprived (laughs) but like also so that you can figure out what works when you are with the partner because it's hard to tell the partner what to do if you don't know what to do 
Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So one thing that, um, you know, we love is that you're entrepreneurial. You know, you didn't just write this book. You published it, too. Could you tell us a little bit about the self-publishing process? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Well, I have wonderful friends with who wear many, many hats. My one friend, she's a published author. She wrote like a self-help book, an adult coloring book. And I told her, um, you know, I want to publish my own book. She came right over to my house, explained the steps to me. So basically it was really simple. I did it um, through Amazon, through KDP Publishing. And it really kind of walks you through the process. Like, I feel like that was way easier than actually writing <laughs> the stories. Like, that really? was such a, yeah. Like, I expected it to be a big ordeal, and it absolutely wasn't. So I would recommend anyone who wants to self-publish the book, go out there, do it. That's pretty cool, because I imagine that that keeps a lot of folks from, you know, getting out what they have in them is because they're worried about what that publishing process is going to look like. Exactly. And for um, KDP um, through Amazon, uh, for Erotica, they're pretty much liberal, you know, like I was so worried, like, oh, my God, I'm saying nasty shit in this book. (laughs) It's not, they're not going to put it out there. And so I emailed like the support team, like, I'm so nervous. And he's like, we just don't allow pretty much, you know, um, anything with children, or animals, you know, that type of thing. Like, oh, cool. No, no, no. It's yeah, none of that. Yeah. I, I don't cross that line when I write, you know, erotica. Mm-hmm. So it was so stress-free after that point. Like, oh, I got this. It's nothing. Word. Wait, it's KDP. Is that Kindle Direct Publishing? Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Uh, how long did it take you to actually write the book? Oh, see, it took, I feel like it took forever. It took many, 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 many years because <laughs> I wrote a story like I said when I was in that horrible relationship and that was like I don't know 15 years ago oh, wow. but in between that time like I just kept writing random thoughts and then they turned into all these sentences and then it was the book so from the time I really felt like oh I, I'm gonna write this book till it was actually published I'd say it was less than a year because once I get in the mode of oh I'm ready to write it just comes out mm-hmm. it just comes out so it didn't take long at all. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. When can we expect your next book? You know, I get that question all the time. <laughs> my deviants. That's what I call my fans. My deviants keep asking that. Well, they should be happy because I've already started it. I've actually started my uh, first story. It's going to be a collection of short stories again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Smush, the first story. I'll let you just... Ooh. Run wild with them. I don't give any info, but it's called smush. We need like air horns. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yes. Y'all are hilarious. So I'm really pushing to having this done by the end of the year because I'm really in a writing mood. I'm in a good space. So the words are just flowing out. Yes, Good. that's always the best. <laughs> yes. Like, like you can't even stop it if you wanted to, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yay. Mm-hmm. So we are really glad that you were able to join us. And even, I mean, that's attached to that. Really excited that you let us share your book with our readers. Oh. I think a bunch of them are going to pick it up and they're going to love it as much as we did. Um, oh. And 
for the folks who are waiting on smush, because I mean, <laughs> where can they find you? Well, um, all my deviants follow me on the Instagram. That's what my mom calls it. The Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she calls on it the Instagram, Instagram, the Facebook, the Google, you know, the all that. But uh, on the Instagram, it's at Mistress E, the author. Simple. You can find me there. Go ahead. Check out the page. Um, I may have to accept your request because you can just imagine the mm. type of people who've been contacting Girl, me listen we already <laughs> crazy stuff so i had to make it private for a second however for the sake of this wonderful wonderful of interview i done i'm going to have the page public so you can get hey. a little taste <laughs> a little taste of the little quickies that i provide to my deviant so Yay. make sure you follow me okay y'all harder make sure you follow This week's episode was produced by us, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. The theme song is from Brazy. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. And find links to books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at TheTurnOnPodcast.com. Bye! <laughs>